0: Hey there, this is Dustin McLean and Allie McLean, and we're pumped that you're joining with us today, and if you're a part of our Purpose Church family, whether in person or online, we'd love to connect with you via social media at OurPurpose.Church on all social media outlets, and on our website at www.OurPurpose.Church. We can get you plugged into a group other giving options and an opportunity to connect with the purpose family all across western kentucky And we hope today's message encourages you and inspires you and so let's jump into the message one. yeah, i love that i love that hey listen i want you to know if you come to purpose church we're going to be loud about one name and that's the name of jesus it's the name of Jesus that cancer has to bow, the depression has to flee, the anxiety has to run, and we're going to be a church that's loud about that name, and we're going to be a church that, yes, you may hear us outside, but what's on the inside of us is Jesus, and he's made a difference, and we're going to be a church that's loud about that. Come on. Are we going to be a church, Purpose Church, that's loud about the name of Jesus in this place? I love it. I love it. We can get loud at a basketball game. I love that. I love getting loud at a football game, but man, why can't church, can't we be loud about that name? The name that knows you, that knows me, that knows everything that we've walked through, that's been there in the middle of it, and we're going to be loud about the name of Jesus. And we're in a series right now called Dangerous Prayers. We've been praying, uh, we're in 21 days of prayer and fasting as a church. and I just want to tell you, there's this dangerous prayers that we've been talking about. We based it on a book by Pastor Craig Groeschel in a series that they did as a church. And it meant so much to me that I wanted to pass it on to our church. And uh, today we're going to be praying a dangerous prayer. Is anybody ready to pray a dangerous prayer? Yeah. About six of you. I so said, anybody ready to pray a dangerous prayer? Yeah, good. Well, I, I want to read to you first. It's from 1 Samuel. We're going to rock the Old Testament together. And if you're able to stand, we're going to stand in honor of God's Word as we read that. If you don't have your Bibles, it's going to be up here on this giant screen behind us. And, and I just want to read this for us, just kind of set where we're going today. It's a really simple prayer, but it's a really dangerous prayer. And so I believe if you will be willing to pray this, just watch out for your week. Just watch out for what the Lord is going to say to you. It's in 1 Samuel chapter 3. If you're ready for God's Word, say, I'm ready. All right, here's what the Bible says. First Samuel chapter 3, verse 1. Let me get there. It says this, "Meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli." Eli was the priest at that time. Now, in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare and visions were quite uncommon. And one night, Eli, who was almost blind by now, had gone to bed. And the lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel, little Samuel, was sleeping in the tabernacle near the ark of God. And suddenly the Lord called out Samuel. Somebody shout Samuel. Samuel. Yes, Samuel. Yes, Samuel replied, what is it? He got up and he ran to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? And Eli's like, bro, no, I didn't didn't call you. Go back to bed. And so he did. And then the Lord called out again, Samuel. And again, Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? He said, son, I didn't call you, my son. Go back to bed, Eli said. Samuel, verse 7, did not know yet the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. And so the Lord called a third time. And once more, Samuel got up and went to Eli. He said, here I am. Did you call me? And then Eli realized that it was the Lord that was calling the boy. And so he said to Samuel, go and lie down again. And if someone calls again, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And so Samuel went back to bed and then the Lord came and called as before. Samuel, Samuel. And then Samuel replied, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And I believe if we'll pray a dangerous prayer, I'll tell you the title of it today. It's a three-word prayer. It's the title of today's message. But if you will pray this, it's simple. But I promise you, on the other side of you and I praying this prayer, I believe it's dangerous and we just better get ready, all right? And it's this prayer, speak to me. Lord, would you speak to me? So let's just call on the Lord right now. we ask the Lord just to speak to us today through his word, through what God wants to share to you and I, through the Holy Spirit. Let's just raise our hands if you're willing to do that. Come on, let's pray and ask the Lord today. Would you speak to us, Lord? God, we come to you in this moment right now. We just say, God, we know our weeks are crazy. We know our lives are crazy. We know our, our, our schedules may look wild and all out of whack right now. But, Lord, we're coming to you today with our hands open saying, Lord, would you speak to us? How we come in this room just anticipating a word from you, anticipating an experience with you. And so, God, we pray today that you would speak to us as only you can. Lord, we love you. Jesus, we honor you. Jesus, we thank you for today. We pray you speak to us now, Lord. In Jesus' name that we pray. And everybody said amen, amen. One more time, can we give Jesus a big ovation of worship all across this room? Awesome. Awesome! You can be seated. You can be seated, man. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so glad you're here, uh, man. It's a great crowd. Even at the 9 a.m. like school weekend, like first weekend after school, and you're here. I'm just so thankful for you guys. I do want to welcome everybody that's watching online or listening on the podcast, and then also maybe you're here and you're visiting with your family, or you're dropping your kiddo off at college here at Murray State, and we just want to say welcome to church, welcome to Murray, Kentucky. We're really glad you're here, and uh, you picked a great Sunday to be at church. Our really thankful uh, that we're in this series called Dangerous Prayers. Everybody shout Dangerous Prayers. Dangerous yeah, so we're in this series, and i, I got just a question I want to ask everybody really quickly, just to start us off, kind of all on the same page. We can all kind of be all skating together out on the skating rink floor, right? This is the idea. I want you. I want everybody to participate. You can raise your hand, and if it's not you, don't raise your hand. I'm going to ask you another question, and if that's you, raise your hand, all right? Everybody good? All right, so I want to ask you a question: Are there any risk takers in the room? Come on, somebody, way around like you just do care. All right, where's the risky people? Some of y'all you elbowing your husband right now. You a risk taker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. All right, so so you're the ones right there that y'all don't like to go to speed limit. Come on, somebody, right? Where my where my 10 miles an hour and over is the speed limit. Come on, somebody. That's where I'm at right now. All right, that's the risk takers in the room, right? I I, I think. And then let's let's get to the other end. Where everybody likes to just. play? It safe. Come on, somebody. We're the 55 and cruising people, right? Like where y'all at? Come on, wave at me right now. You like to play it safe with your money. You like to play it safe with your life. Like you are not gonna take a lot of risk, okay? Yeah, I think a lot of us, whether we find ourselves on one end or the other, right? Risk takers or, or, or playing it safe. I think if we would just look at our prayer life, like I don't know about you, but I grew up in church, and, and honestly, a lot of the prayers that I was praying as a kid, uh, I'll just tell you, we're really, really safe, right? We're just on the safe side. There was no risk in the prayers that I was praying, right? I don't know about you guys, but again, grew up in church, and uh, uh, we, we always learned this as a kid. Now, I, and this is one of the most morbid prayers I've ever heard in my life, right? Now I lay me down to sleep, right? Y'all remember that prayer? Right, we're teaching our little kids, right, this idea of now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep, right, this is a four-year-old praying, and if I die before I wake, what are we teaching our kids, right, like, I pray the Lord my soul to take, amen, go to sleep, no, that's not going to happen, right, like, let's be honest, like, a lot of the prayers that we prayed as a kid, whoa, like, not really risky, but really kind of scary in the same in the same uh, breath, I guess. Uh, again, around our food table, we would pray, you know, uh, good food, good meat, good Lord, let's eat. Come on, somebody, right? That's that's kind of what we learned a little bit. Or maybe some of y'all, you get your prayer inspiration uh, from the great theologian Ricky Bobby, right? Maybe, you know, dear eight-pound, six-ounce infant baby Jesus. No, 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 Jesus grew up. He was a man. That's not who you're praying to, okay? I want you to know that, all right? I, and I don't know where you are when it comes to this idea of prayer in your life, but let's be honest. If you and I would be honest with ourselves, a lot of the prayers that we pray now, we never really outgrow those little mediocre, small, beginner-type prayers, right? If we're being honest, I think in my own life, if I had to look back at it and just say, hey, you know what, man, what does my own life look like? I think we could look at it and say, you know what, I play it pretty safe when it comes to praying, I play it pretty safe when it comes to like things in my life. And so I think about that. And I want to just challenge some of you in the room today that I'm going to invite you, that we as a church are inviting you into praying a dangerous prayer today. Right? We're in this series called Dangerous Prayers. And we talked about last week this idea of the prayer, make me bold. Right? Somebody shout, make me, make me bold. Prayed this prayer last week. And I don't know if you were able to pray it this week, but I bet there were some things that throughout your week, if you begin to pray that, there were some specific things that happened. I said, you know what? I think, man, that I had to be bold in this situation. I had to be bold to stand up for my faith. I had to be bold to go out on a limb and do whatever you had to do. And I think about that. And I think about I want to challenge you with another dangerous prayer that I want you to begin to pray this week. If you will do it, I believe that God will speak to you. And it's this prayer, Lord, speak to me. Lord, speak to me. Like, that's going to be the the prayer that we're going to begin to pray. And I want to ask this question. If God answered all of the prayers that you've prayed over the last seven days, since last Sunday, would your life look different? I think that's something we got to ask ourselves. I think that's something we got to just really just kind of dive into a little bit, is this idea, If, if God answered all the prayers that I've prayed over the last seven days, would my life look any different? If you say, no, it probably wouldn't, I think you're playing it way too safe. When it comes to the prayers that you're praying and i want to challenge us today i want to kind of just stir your faith up and i'm going to use a little 11 and 12 year old boy uh, to stir our faith up today right it's this guy named samuel everybody shout samuel Right, this is a guy named Samuel. He's about 11 or 12 year old, a uh, little guy. And what he is doing, he's working for the priest in the temple. And what we see that Samuel is doing is he's spending his time learning under this guy named Eli. Eli was the priest, but there was a problem going on at this time is that the, the, the priest, Eli, actually, what he was doing, he was not living for God, he was not honoring God. And, and so, what begins to happen is in just a second, we'll kind of walk through that. But Samuel is serving there, and Samuel goes to bed, and all of a sudden we hear this voice call out to Samuel, 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 and the boy goes running down the hall, right? Hey, yo, Eli, did you call? I I heard you. Did you call? And he's like, no, brother, I didn't call you. Like, go back to bed, right? And then again, it happens again, Samuel, Samuel. He goes running down the hallway. Next thing you know is he's like, Oh, hey, did you call me again? And and, and Eli's like, no, man, listen, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Why don't you go to bed? Anybody's kids ever show up in your room at 3 a.m.? And you're like, look, please just go back to bed, Right? I just go back to bed, man. Don't come in here. I didn't call you. I didn't call you. Samuel, Samuel. A third time, we see it happens. And what begins to happen is Samuel runs down the hall, and he goes to the room where Eli's at. He's like, Eli, hey, did you call me again? Here I am. I'm right here with you. And Eli realizes in that moment, hey, listen, God is trying to speak to this young man. God is trying to speak to him. And so he tells him, okay, next time that you hear that voice, I want you just to say, hey, speak to me, I'm listening, right? So we, we saw in verse 10 right there, it happened again. How many of you are thankful for the consistent voice of God coming after yours in my life, in our life, right? Because there's time in my life where I wondered from it, I walked away from it, I, I wasn't listening for it, and yet God's voice is so persistent in coming after you and I. And I'm so thankful for that. And I think about Samuel, he's there and he gets approached by God. And, and again, in verse 10, the Lord came back and called us before, Samuel. Samuel and Samuel replied this is an 11 and 12 year old little boy 11 or 12 year old and he says speak your servant is listening speak Lord I want to hear your voice and what was awesome about that is you know what God actually spoke to him in that moment God actually spoke to him in that moment. It was not an easy message that he heard. Wasn't necessarily pleasant. The, the message that he got from the Lord. And before we get to what he actually spoke about, I want to ask everybody a little Bible trivia knowledge together. If y'all are good with that, early on a Sunday morning, everybody good with that? This means yes in Kentucky. Come on, somebody. All right, a little Bible knowledge, a little Bible trivia. Not a trick question. Let me ask you this. How many times do you think in the Bible did God speak and give an assignment and it was easy to fulfill? I'm going to go never. Come on. That's, everybody just say never. Okay, never. I don't think it's ever been easy to fulfill when God speaks and it's an assignment that he gives you and I. Think about the Bible. We go to the Old Testament. We think about Noah. Right, Noah, yo, bro, I'm just going to let you know that I'm about to flood the entire earth. Everything I created in 10 generations from Adam to you is now bad, right? It was all good when it started. Sin entered the world, and now it is busted and broken. I want you, I know it's never rained before. You don't even know what rain is. But I want you to go, and I want you to build this ginormous boat, right? Humongous boat, 900 feet long, Right? Like, I want you to do that. I want you to build this boat. I I, I don't know if it's 900 feet long. I'll have to look at that in the second service. Don't put that on the camera. Okay, sounds good. Like, (laughs) I I, I think it's 300 feet long. Okay, I think it's a football field long. Okay, and I think about that, and I think about, okay, hey, that in our world, in our economy, might not seem as a big deal because we have power tools and we have, like, like, machinery, but guess what? That's not what he had. Right? No, no, I want you to go and I want you, and then not only that, I want you to build this humongous boat, then I want you to go gather every animal on the earth and put them up in the ark. One male and one female. Come on, Noah, you could have left the mosquitoes off of that ark. Come on, somebody, right? Lord Jesus, that'd have been great, okay? But I'm gonna flood the earth and then you are gonna repopulate the world. And can you imagine for a second Noah being like, easy, great, no problem, God. Absolutely, I'll get right on that, right? That's not what happened, right? That, that was not an easy ask that the Lord asked him to do that. Think about also in the Old Testament this guy named Jonah. And Jonah gets a bad rap a lot of times, but there's a lot of Jonah in us, right? He gets this idea that, hey, you're supposed to go to this place called Nineveh. And we think of Nineveh as like, oh, it's this nice, friendly town like Murray, Kentucky. No, listen, Nineveh was a place that was at the time, it was the most godless, the most violent, the most cruel cities in all of the world. And God tells him, he tells no, or Jonah, go and preach. This is the title of your message when you stand up in front of people, repent or die. That's the message I want you to go and tell everybody, right? How many of us know that's not an easy message to deliver? That's not easy. Jonah's like, yeah, I'm signing up for that. Let me go to the most craziest part of the world and preach that. It's hard. It was tough for him to do. I think about Mary, right? Right? This teenager who becomes impregnated by the Holy Spirit and, uh, uh, and the ark. I just got a text message on my computer somehow. The ark is 310 cubits long. There we go. All right, great. Love that. Thank you, Kelsey. I appreciate you. That's that facts. That's that fax check in the middle of the service. I like that. All right, good. I'm going to turn that off for the second service. Somebody be texting me right now. Don't nobody else text me right now, okay? Because I'm ADHD. I'm going to just be going into Okay, here we go. Mary, a teenager. Right she's a teenager pregnant by the holy spirit you're going to birth the savior of the world i don't think mary responded oh that's easy right she was willing She was willing to do whatever God told her to do, but that doesn't mean that it was easy. Every time God speaks and gives someone an assignment, here's what I want you to know, is it challenges their faith. It stretches them. And if you and I have the courage to pray this dangerous prayer, speak to me, Lord, just get ready. Get ready, because God, what He may say to you, may convict you, may startle you, may scare you, may stretch you, may make you very uncomfortable. You may look at that situation, say, No, God, that is very much impossible. And I'm gonna challenge you. Pray it anyway. Would you pray it anyway? Samuel prayed this prayer, and you know what Samuel didn't hear? He didn't hear, oh, you know what? You're gonna have blessings on top of blessings on top of blessings for your entire life. That's not what Samuel heard. Samuel didn't hear, oh, oh you you know that cute girl that's been coming to the temple. One day she's gonna be your wife, you're gonna have two kids, a white house, a picket fence, and you're gonna make a hundred thousand dollars, right. That's not what he heard. That's not the thing that he heard. You know what he heard at that time? God, what he spoke to this 12-year-old boy was shocking. It was challenging. Hey, guess what? The guy that you've been serving under, Eli, he has been sinning against me. He's turned his heart away from me. And I'm going to judge his household. And Samuel, I'm trusting you. I'm entrusting you with the message to go and tell him so that I can make things right. How I many you know 11- or 12-year-old boy showing up to his boss in the temple? That's not an easy thing to do. right? He asked him to do something hard. But here's the thing I'm going to challenge us as we begin to pray this prayer. Speak to me, Lord. Here's the thing. Don't ask God to speak to you if you don't want to hear what he has to say to you. All right? Don't, don't, don't ask God to speak to you if you and I aren't ready to hear what he has to say to you and I. And I think about this season that we're in. In 21 days of prayer and fasting, and we're praying some dangerous prayers. Make me bold. Speak to me. And I don't know about you, but prayer oftentimes gets a bad rap, right? You think you're not good at it. You think you could not do it. You, can't, you don't even know where to start. And I've been there. Been in your same shoes. But maybe for some of us, you need to understand what prayer is. You know what prayer is? Prayer is just communicating with God, right? It's communicating with our Father, Now think about that, and I think about my kids, when they want to come and talk to Dad, whenever they come running in the room, or they're saying, Daddy, or whatever, you know what? They have my full attention at that time. Man, man, when they are willing to pursue a relationship with Dad, I I give them my my attention, because I love them so much, and I want to be with them. Maybe there's some things I have to tell them that, you know, you can't be doing that. That's not what I'm telling you to do. I'm not asking you to do it. But man, they have my full attention. And prayer is just communicating with God our Father. That's what it is, and and, and again, I want us to think about this, is that any form of good, healthy uh, communication, meaningful communication, you got to understand, is not just one way, right? I think about Allie and I, we've been married 10 years, praise God for that woman right there, right? I'm just really thankful. she put up with me for 10 years, but at the same time, I want you to know that in our relationship, if all I ever did was talk and I never listened, how many of you know that ain't going to be a very good relationship, right? Not going to be good. Right, Because uh, uh, communicating one way, you know what that is? It's not communication. That's a speech. That's what that is. And I want to challenge some of us today. Prayer is not just us communicating to God. It's not just us talking to God. What I want you to know is that prayer is also listening to God. That prayer is also listening to God. And I, I think so many times in my own life, I talk a whole lot. I talk for a living pretty much, right? And I talk a whole lot, and for me, there are the times that I can remember in my own life where God spoke to me the most, in the most intimate way, in the most, I believe, some of the clearest ways are when I be quiet and I begin to listen to what He has to say. Now think about that, and prayer is talking, but prayer is also about stopping to hear what God has to say. This is what I want to tell you, is that God is always speaking, right? He is always speaking. The question I have to ask myself, am I listening? Right? And I'm going to challenge us today. As we start school, as as stuff is kicking off this fall, it's a little crazier in our schedules. But hey, am I listening to what God has to say? Like, like God is always speaking, but is my life so crazy? Is my schedule so wild? Are the things that I'm doing so, so all over the place that I'm never stopping to listen to the voice of God? There's a few ways I think we can learn how to listen to the voice of God. And if you're ready for those, if you're ready to learn a few little, little things of how we can really hear the voice of God, say, I'm ready. Amen. Got a few things, and I'm going to kind of give you some bullet points underneath them that if you and I will start doing this week, we're going to pray, Lord, speak to me. And if we will do these things, I believe that we're going to be able to hear God's voice very clearly. All right, everybody good? Amen, Amen or oh me? Amen. All right, here we go. Number one, I want you to write this down. You've got to be still. That's coming from the man with ADHD. Come on, somebody, right? you got to be still. And again, for me, maybe the hardest thing in all of this prayer, maybe the hardest thing in hearing God's voice is to be still. I don't know about you. I don't know about what you're walking through. But again, to stop and to pause and to be still, it's hard to find some of that time in my day. I'm just, we're we're the same, right? you got schedules, you got places to be, people to see, things to do, responsibilities that you own, and guess what? It's hard to sometimes be still. But the Bible doesn't tell us, hey, be hectic and you will know I'm God. Right? The Bible doesn't say to you and I, be busy, have a lot to do, and then you'll know I'm God. What does Psalm 4610 say? Be still. Everybody say, "Be be still. Be still and know that I am God. I got to thinking about that, and I got to looking at my own life over this last week even, since we started Dangerous Prayers, since we started this series last Sunday, and I got to thinking about my life. Okay, when's the last time that I spent an hour doing something, right? I think for a lot of us, we could just kind of name off a few things, right? When's the last time I spent an hour watching Netflix with Allie, right? Okay, we, uh, we got this new show that we like on Netflix. It's easy to watch an hour of Netflix, ain't it? It's easy for us to watch an hour of Netflix, ain't it? Yeah means yes in Kentucky or am I the only sinner in the room, okay, right? It's easy to watch a, a show for an hour, right? Maybe for some of us, it's easy for us. Like, think about the last time that you did an hour just scrolling on social media. How I mean, you know that starts and the scroll just happens, right? Just And you're like, oh my gosh, where did the last four hours of my life go, right? Something that happens, right? Think about, think about this. When's the last time that you went to the gym for an hour? When's the last time you maybe played video games for an hour? You were reading Uh, uh, Whatever it might be that you think about your everyday life and I had to think about this myself And I had to just really start by by asking the Lord. Hey, I know you're I know you're speaking But am I listening and I had to ask I had to ask myself this when's the last time for even an hour? I stopped and I was still in the presence of the Lord And I had to think you know what I haven't done that in a long time If I can be really honest I think that's for some of us the reason why we're not hearing God's voice is because we're not still enough, long enough, in order to listen for His voice. And I want to challenge us this week. We're in 21 days of prayer and fasting as a church. This is a time for us where we ratchet it up when it comes to our faith, when it comes to our prayer life. And what prayer is is just turning up the voice of God. And what fasting does is it's turning down the volume of the world. That's what it is. So maybe you're going to fast from social media. Maybe you're going to fast from uh, uh, food for a certain amount of time if it's, if it's physically okay for you. Or you're going to do a water fast only. Whatever it might be. What, what the goal of fasting is, is to turn down the noise of the world and concentrate by praying and raising the voice of God in our life. By saying, you know what, I'm going to pause, I'm going to be still, and I'm going to listen for the voice of God. Now think about that. How, how do I hear the voice of God? How do I hear that? I don't know about you, but again, the little ADHD inside of me, um, I, whenever I think about the voice of God, I always imagine the voice of God sounding like Morgan Freeman. Come on, somebody, right? <laughs> Just like, man, if I had an audible voice coming out and it was going to speak, it's going to sound like Morgan Freeman, right? And I think about that, but, but how in the world can you recognize God? How can you recognize His voice? How can you hear His voice? God is going to speak to you in a couple different ways. You've got to be still long enough to be able to listen. Here's a few ways that God will speak to you. If you're ready for Him, say, I'm ready. All right, here's the deal. God speaks through the Bible. Right? God will speak through His Word. I want you to understand that the Word of God, it convicts you and I. It confronts you and I. It comforts you and I. It'll direct us. It'll guide us. It'll build our faith as we read about the words that were inspired by the Holy Spirit Onto these pages. And again, if you are not hearing from God, I would ask the quick question is, hey, have you spent any time in the Word of God? I'm going to challenge you. If you haven't, don't don't let that be something that you just say, you know what, I haven't done it in forever. I'm just going to keep not doing it. I would encourage you, would you begin to lean into that? Would you begin to spend every day just spending some time in the Word of God? I equate it to this idea that when you miss a meal right you know what happens you don't skip the next meal because you missed the last one right like when you, when you miss a meal, you're hungrier. You're, you're, your body is craving it even more. I'm asking you that if you miss a day reading the Word of God, jump back in the next day. Don't take a week off. Don't take four weeks off. Jump back in the next day because God is going to speak through to you and I through the Bible. I believe that this is one of the primary ways that the Spirit of God speaks to the children of God. See, the Spirit of God breathed out the Word of God, and every time I open my Bible and I read it out loud, guess what? I'm hearing the audible voice of God. Because this is God breathed. The Spirit of God speaks through the Word of God, and the Bible tells us that it is living and active. Why is the Bible living and active? You know why? It's because there is a living and active person at work on you and I when we are reading it. See, I can read something a thousand times, and on the thousand and one time, right, you're going to see something completely different because of the power that the Holy Spirit has as you read His Word. I'm going to challenge you. Be still. God is going to speak to you through His Word. Everybody good? You know how else He's going to speak to you? He's going to speak to you through other people. He's going to speak to uh, you. know what happens? A lot of times we gather together at church. You know what's happening? God is going to use something. That, maybe it's a song. Maybe it's another person you run into in the lobby. Maybe it's somebody you're crossing paths back and purpose kids with. Maybe it's somebody on the serve team. Maybe somebody you're worshiping next to. Maybe it's a sermon that God is going to speak through people into your life. A lot of times in my own life, and it annoys me sometimes, not because of it's her, but I'm like, Lord, won't you just speak directly to me? But sometimes the Lord speaks through my wife to me. Come on, somebody, right? Like I'm not listening, I'm not stopping, I'm not pausing, and the Lord will use Allie to speak into me. I want you to know that God uses people to speak to you and I as well. Another way that he's going to speak to you and I, is through a circumstance, right? God speaks through circumstances. You think there's no way that that's going to happen. There's absolutely no way that, that this thing is going to take place and all of a sudden a door opens up and the Lord can speak to you in the middle of that. I think about it also, not just an open door, but the thing about it is you really want something, and yet the door closes in the middle of that warning of something, right? That the door shuts. Now think about that. Some of y'all need to thank God today that he closed the door for you back then, and you didn't wind up dating and marrying that goon that you were going out with. Come on, somebody, right? He closed the door. And I want to challenge you. He's going to speak through circumstances, He's going to speak through the Bible. He's going to speak through people. And I believe he's going to speak through his Holy Spirit. Through his Spirit. That Jesus follower, listen to me. You have a new spirit on the inside of you. And your new spirit communicates with God's spirit. So when you pray, God, would you speak to me, you're going to have the most unusual promptings to do stuff that you wouldn't on your own. Right, you're going to have interactions throughout the week that you'll be like, yo, I can't explain this. I don't know why this took place, but God prompted me. God told me that I needed to reach out to you, that, that I needed to text you, that I needed to check in on you. I can't explain it, but I feel like I need to do this. And the Lord will speak to you through his Holy Spirit. Now think about that. How can you tell if it's from God or not, Right. How can you tell if that you know like if that's is something that God is speaking to you or not? You know what? You can tell that you're being prompted by God to do something. Uh, if it is a blessing and if it's generous, that's never from the devil. Come on, somebody, right? It's never from the devil that God is going to speak to you through his word, through his people, through circumstances, and through his Holy Spirit. I have a lot of times every day that I try and just say, Lord, who is it that I need to encourage today? Would you speak to me? Would you put somebody's name on my heart that I need to reach out to and I need to text? I need need to think about them or I need to message them or I need to call them. And I would just encourage you to begin to pray, Lord, would you speak to me? And you're going to have to be still enough to be able to hear his voice. And I know that's a challenge for all of us in our schedule as we ramp that up now this fall. But I'm going to challenge you. Would you begin to pray, Lord, speak to me? Would you speak to me? Number two, if you're ready, say number two. You not only have to be still, you have to be willing. You not only have to be still, you have to be willing. you got to be willing to do whatever it is that God tells you to do. right? I I think a lot of times when we come into prayer, you know what happens is we pray and we pray our agenda. God, would you do this for us? God, would you make this happen? If I were you, God, I'd do it this way. God, if if I was you, I would make it happen this way. But what if we came in and we prayed God's agenda first? Right, when Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray, you've got to understand that the disciples had seen prayer happen before, right? They had experienced prayer before. And what happens is they come to Jesus when they see Jesus praying. If you look at Luke 11, you'll understand that. They come to him and say, yo, Jesus, we've seen prayer before. We ain't never seen it like what we just saw you doing it. Teach us how to pray. Would you show us how to pray? And how does, God, or how does Jesus teach us how to pray? We know uh, from our Catholic brothers and sisters that really recited a lot as well. But more than a recitation, like it's not just to be recited. It's actually a recipe for prayer that you and I, if we will put this into practice in our daily life, I believe that God will speak to us if we're willing to listen and we're willing to be still. Jesus is teaching his disciples, and he says this, Hey, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one if you will take a look at that in Luke chapter 11 verse 2 you'll see where they pray and where Jesus is praying our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven before we ever get to the list of things that we're asking God for right forgive us of our sins give us our daily bread all of that guess what we need to be doing first we need to be praying the will of God first Not my will, God, even Jesus modeled that as he went to the cross, but your will be done. Your kingdom come, your will be done. I'm going to pray Jesus' agenda first. What if, in prayer, instead of coming to God with our wish list every single time, we came to God with a blank page? And we just say, hey, you know what, I'm not just asking for you to do my to-do list, but I'm praying your agenda first. God, would you speak to the blind spots in my life? God, would you show me the sins in my life? Show me where my motives may may be off. God, how can I love my spouse who may be far from God? God, where can I use my gifts to honor you and build your church? Who is it today that needs to be encouraged through me? And I want to challenge you. Would you be willing to, whenever God speaks to you, to do what he's asking you to do? And I think that's so challenging for a lot of us. Maybe you're thinking, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. How am I supposed to know what to do? I'm really not sure what He's going to ask me to do, and if I'm able to or if I'm willing. Here's what I'm going to encourage you with, Proverbs 3, 6. This is what the Bible says. It says, Seek His will in all that you do, and He will show you which path to take. Seek His will in all that you do, and He will show you which path to take. Why don't I sense God? Why can't I feel Him? Why can't I hear Him? Why don't I I feel God's presence in my life? Well, here's the deal for some of us in the room. Maybe God isn't showing you what to do next because you haven't done, excuse me. Maybe God is not showing you what to do next because you haven't done what He gave for you to do last. Maybe He's not asking you to do something different. You need to go back to the very last thing that He told you to do. And would you be willing to say yes to that? Would you be willing to say, "You know what? Yes, I'm going to do that." I'm I am i am going to follow that. I'm going to be willing. I'm going to be still, and the last thing I think we got to do is we got to be ready. Somebody tap your neighbor and say, "You better get ready. Get ready. Get ready." You got to be ready. You got to be ready when God speaks. Here's the thing I want you to know is it might not be what you and I want to hear. Right? When we ask God, God, would you speak to us? It may not be what you and I want to hear, but my thing is, be ready to do whatever he says. Like, like I want to challenge you. Samuel, a little boy working for the priest Eli, God tells Samuel that this priest is not honoring me. you got to understand something. I, I'm trusting you, this boy that hadn't even been through puberty yet, right, to have the integrity, to have the stance to go and to take this message. And it's not an easy message, It's not something that's easy, but it's the right message. It's the right message. See, when you pray, I want you to understand, Lord, speak to me. you got to be ready. Somebody say, be ready. Maybe the Lord's telling you that you need to join a crew this fall when crew season kicks off. Maybe you're scared to death to take that next step. Maybe you're scared to death to step into what God is calling you to do. Maybe God is calling you to take a next step of radical generosity. Maybe it's to show, show you some sinfulness in your life, some things that you're working through. Maybe it's to move to a different state. Maybe it's to say, you know what? I'm going to make my home here in Murray. Maybe that's what the Lord is speaking to you. Maybe, Maybe for some of you it's to go back to school. Maybe for some of you it's to change your careers. Maybe for some of you it's to invite that boss to church. Maybe for some of you it's to invite that or, or pay for the, the person that's behind you in the drivers, uh, in, in the actual uh, fast food lane and you give them that little, t- that little card that we have out at the connect corner. Just a little something to say Jesus loves you. Just a little something to encourage. Maybe that's something God is asking you to do. Maybe it's about to post on social media more about your faith. Maybe it's to break up that with that person that you're dating that you know your relationship is not honoring God. Maybe it's to forgive that person that betrayed you. Maybe it's to call somebody as you leave this service today and you ask for their forgiveness. See, every time God spoke, that person felt unprepared, felt unequipped, felt unqualified. And there's a good chance what God is going to tell you when you pray, Lord, speak to me, it's going to be intimidating, it's going to be scary, it's going to seem impossible. But you know what it's going to take? It's going to take some faith. And I think what God is after more than anything else is your faith. He wants your heart. He wants you to say, you know what, Lord, I'm giving you my heart, and I'm giving you every decision that I have to make. Everything that may not make sense, everything that may seem hard, I'm giving it to you. Speak to me, Lord. It's a dangerous prayer. But you know what's even more dangerous, I believe? Not praying it. I believe that if you and I, if we're not willing to say, you know what, speak to me, Lord. What are you and I going to miss out on? What, what is the person that's going to miss out on you reaching out to them if you're not willing to say, speak to me, Lord? What are you and I going to miss out on? What what, what is it that God wants to do in and through you that you and I may miss out on if we don't and aren't willing to pray? Lord, speak to me. So I'm just praying today that the Holy Spirit would just speak to you in this room. I pray that He would do that, obviously, as we've talked over the last few minutes about being still, about being willing, and about being ready. More importantly than all of that, He wants your heart. right? He wants your faith. He wants your trust. He wants a relationship with you. And so maybe you're in this room and you say, you know what? I've never given my heart to Jesus. Maybe you're watching online. Maybe you're listening on the podcast and you've never given your heart to Jesus. I'm going to ta- encourage you to pray a prayer that is not necessarily dangerous, but it's going to cost you a whole lot. It's going to cost yours and my preferences. It's going to cost yours and my uh, desires. Because God, when he saves you, gives you new desires and new preferences that don't please ourselves, we exist to please God. And when you say yes to a relationship with Jesus, he's going to change you from the inside out. Now, your life's going to look different. It's not going to be perfect. There's this thing called sanctification that happens for the entirety of your life. But I want to challenge some of you. Would you pray the prayer today where you're giving your heart to Jesus, where you're giving your life to Jesus? Would you say, dear Jesus, I want you to come in my life. I want you to save me. Maybe you're in here, and I know you all are still looking at me right now, but this is something you need to pray on the inside of you. In your heart, Jesus, would you save me? I believe what you did on the cross. I believe that you died in my spot. I believe that you gave your all for me, and I put my trust in you, and I ask you to come in my life and save me. Maybe that's the prayer that some of you need to pray today. So I'm going to ask you to do this. Would you bow your heads and would you close your eyes? All over this room, if that's you and you say, Hey, you know what? I need a relationship with Jesus today. I need Jesus to come in my life. I need him to save me. If that's you, I'm gonna ask that you would pray something like what I just prayed. Pray something like this Dear Jesus, would you come in my life? Would you save me? Would you forgive me? I put my trust in you, I put my faith in you. I believe you died on the cross. I believe that my sin had separated me from you. And I wanna say yes to a relationship with you today. Maybe that's what some of you just prayed. Maybe that's what you just said in this room full of people that love you, that care about you, and you just said, hey, you know what? I want Jesus in my life. And if that's you, here's what I want to encourage you with. What I want to challenge you with is that you just made the best decision that you've ever made in your life by saying yes to Jesus. If you just confessed your sin to Jesus, the Bible tells us that he's faithful and just to forgive us of all of our unrighteousness. I love that so much, that Jesus would be willing to die on the cross for you and I. He would be willing to go and make the payment for you and I. And listen, that is a big deal whenever you say yes to him. When you say yes to what he did on the cross. And we want to be a church that celebrates that. We want to be a church that honors that decision. We want to be a church that says, you know what, man, we are proud of you and we're here with you. We're here for you. We're going to walk through this thing called life now that you're a follower of Jesus with you as well. We want to answer any questions that you might have. And so maybe you're in here and you just prayed to receive Jesus. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm not going to ask you to do anything silly or crazy, but I am going to ask you, would you just let somebody know? First of all, I'm the only one looking around right now. Would you just do this? Would you just say, hey, you know what? I just prayed to receive Jesus. I just asked Jesus to forgive me my sins. I've never asked Him to come in my life before, but I did today. And I just said yes to a relationship with Jesus. If that was you, would you just raise your hand and just drop it right back down? You just raise your hand up and drop it right back down. Awesome. 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 Well, I love that. And I, I want to just tell you that we want to be a church. That celebrates that and then I also want you not just to ha- you know everybody's heads are bowed and eyes are closed I think you need to tell somebody else I think you need to let somebody know somebody in your family somebody here at Purpose Church we would love to know that decision that you made there's a few ways that you can let us know uh, here in just a second as we dismiss service in just a second we've got some incredible people on the right side of the stage here your left right my right and they are gonna be here just to, just to welcome you give you a Bible If you want a Bible or need a Bible, listen, we want to give you a new believer's guide just to let you know that the decision that you just made is the best decision. And Here's some things as you walk this thing out that we want to be right there with you. Maybe you're watching online or you're listening on the podcast or maybe just even meeting somebody today, maybe a little much. Well, we're still going to want to follow up with you. We're still going to want to know that you made that decision today. And so if that's you and you want to let us know by just texting us, you can. All you got to do is text the word PURPOSE to 270-229-6488. That lets us know that you made the decision today. And we would love to follow up with you this week. I love that so much. I believe that there's going to be some people praying some dangerous prayers this week. At you as a church, we're going to be praying some dangerous prayers. Speak to me, and I cannot wait to see what God is going to say on the other side of you and I praying that prayer. Let me pray for you, and then Kyle's going to come up here, and we're going to continue our service by giving. by by generosity being a privilege of ours. So, God, we thank you so much for today. We love you. We honor you. We praise you. Thank you for the people saying yes to a relationship with you. Thank you for everything that you've done, Jesus, in this place today. Lord, we honor you. We love you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. And everybody said, can we take five seconds and not don't jump on your feet just yet, but can we give God all the praise, honor, and glory for what he did today? Come on, give it up for King Jesus in this place again for listening To so hear more messages like this one make sure to subscribe and consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends it helps out so much for more content and information head over to ourpurpose.church we love you guys and hope you have a great week on purpose